0: Connecting faith to life. Vision. Saturday's top five. Well, happy Data Privacy Day uh, for your Saturday morning. It is uh, Saturday the 28th. Of January, and each year, uh, the 28th of January, is Data Privacy Day. So today's top five, uh, not all that uh, comedic, although we'll have a lot of fun with it. Uh, we're looking at uh, the top five ways to protect your privacy. Five. Number five uh, is a pretty simple tip here. Don't leave your personal information lying around. Uh, properly destroying your information you don't want others to see before throwing it out will really help protect you from your potential identity theft. How about you, my wife, and I have a, um, a little bit of a, next to our computer where all the bills come in or anything that's got our name on it, uh, letters and so forth that, uh, that are printed on. We actually put everything into a shredding box and we shred it before we actually put it into our garbage. I don't know whether, it's just something that I saw and noticed uh, online once and I thought, you know what, we're going to do that. And we've become very, very good at that. Uh, it's uh, maybe a little tip that you might like to consider as well have a rubbish bin for your rubbish or anything that's got your name or your details or or anybody else's details for that matter on it maybe put a separate bin uh, a shredding bin and and look after that at another time four and number four another tip to uh kind of maintain your your data privacy is to be careful what you share on social media we have become a little bit uh, over sharers right down to the point where we share every little scrap of food we have or what it looks like on a plate. But if you use social media, uh, make sure that you read their privacy policies and choose the privacy settings that best suit your needs. Now, I'm a Facebook user, and I know there was a little while ago that Facebook were changing their privacy settings nearly on a monthly basis, and it was up to you to change the settings, or they became more public rather than more private. Your digital footprint can be forever, so think before you share. You may not be able to take back comments or posts if you change your views or someone shares them without your consent. The results of oversharing or having your post share without your consent can be varied as personal and professional reputational damage and up to identity, identity fraud. So be careful what you share on your social media pages. Three... Number three, when we look through our data privacy tips, be aware of your mobile security. Uh, A lot of our day-to-day transactions are now completed on our mobile phones, email, contact lists, banking, online shopping, social media, records, keeping it's all mobile these days. Think about how much of your personal information is actually stored on your phone, how many services such as social media you stay logged into. Most services like online banking use SMS or email verification to change passwords or account settings, and chances are you leave your iPhone logged into your email. Putting a pin lock on your phone is the best way to protect yourself against unauthorized access to everything from your personal photos to your bank account. Two uh, number two is protecting yourself online there's a lot of ways to go about doing that. Uh, make sure you 're visiting secure websites before handing over personal information such as banking and credit card details. You should never share your financial details openly online. And you should also avoid using unsecured Wi-Fi networks for secure transactions like banking or online shopping. Uh, Use different passwords for different accounts. Make sure you choose strong passwords and change them regularly. How many times have you changed your your password on your, your constant email account? I've been uh, tempted by that. Of course, our work emails are here are really good because we have to change ours every 30 or 60 days. I, I can't recall. But it prompts you to, to kind of change everything else, which is what I've been doing. When I get the reminder on my vision email to change my uh, my password, it actually encourages me to change all of my other passwords too. Saturday's top five, number one. And the number one tip to protect your privacy on this data privacy day is to always ask why, how, how and who. Entities must only collect your personal information by lawful and fair means and generally must only collect information that is reasonably necessary for their functions. For example, a store loyalty card program is unlikely to need to collect information about your medical history. If you don't think they should collect the information they're asking for, ask why they want it or need it. This helps you to know how your personal information is going to be used and if it's going to be given to someone else. Saturday's top five. Of course, there's lots of other ways that we could highlight uh, data privacy on Data Privacy Day. There is a great privacy fact sheet available from the Australian Government. The Office of the Australian Information Commissioner has made this available because your privacy is valuable and worth protecting. Know your rights, read the privacy policies and collection notices, and you can find this privacy fact sheet at the website www.oaic.gov.au. That's the Office of the Australian Information Commissioner, oaic.gov.au. Before you go, thanks for listening. There's lots more great audio on demand, or you can listen to us live at visionradio.org.au. And remember, Vision is listener-supported.